Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. Hello, lovely lady. Hello, Monica. Thanks. How are you? Good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. So tell me, like, before we even get started. So obviously this new podcast. So are you moving out of fertility? Are you, is this like another branch? Like what's the, what, what is everything? What is the deal? Well, first of all, we have started. This is how this podcast rolls, right? Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm not moving out of fertility, finding fertility's podcast. I mean, we're in, we're October 2nd right now. It's scheduled until like March, April next year. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. So I have like a few spots for uh, podcast discovery calls um, that I offer every like quarter and then um, like a random guest that like I really want to connect with. Right. Sure. Um, but other than that, it's just like flowing and so it's just opened up this space um, to just have a area to talk about more than fertility. I mean, obviously, it's very close to my hearts, you know, of course, at the moment, who the people who I want to connect and help guide are. Um, but, you know, it, it's those levels, right? Like they want to hear about fertility. And they need to hear about fertility. You have to, I like my journey, like you have to get consumed. Like, sure. oh, like yeah. almost to a point of like craziness. Obsession. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then you can step out of the woods and take with you what resonates. Yeah. Right? And what you've tried and what you haven't tried. And then you can like move on to the next set of woods. <laughs> set of obsessions right because it's like that layer and so yep. this podcast for me is that right there's so many topics we're like so you know we have so many things that we can really talk about and yeah. I have like bigger questions right I'm not saying that I know everything about the fertility game but there's not much like it's simple right? Yeah. Like we don't need to overcomplicate it. Fix your fucking cellular health. End of story. <laughs> now the yeah. complication of that is figuring out what you need to fix, right? That's like, everyone's yeah. got their own path. And I feel like that's the same in life, right? Like, yeah. um, so yeah, this, this podcast is just about that and talking to people that I've connected with, talking to people who are ready to have real conversations, um, you know, very, very much teetering on that line of like moving forward in these conversations because what I've discovered we you know I was part of your mastermind for six months and during that six months was a big growth period for me 
and um, being involved in the woo-woo space now or like maybe following a lot more people who um, have these abilities and you know ready to like talk about what we can't see right totally yeah um I still feel like there's a lot of bullshit in there there's still a lot of bullshit so it's just been interesting to watch and like dissect myself and um take what resonates leave what doesn't uh so yeah um that's just really been interesting but why I wanted you to come on the podcast is one of the things that we did in your mastermind was talk about that default energy yes and for as long as I've been in kind of this holistic mindset space it was really the first time that ever got brought up and then obviously, you know me, I, whatever, when I'm paying someone a lot of money, I will do what they fucking say. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Do it. And I, I'll never forget this. Now I was doing the dishes in my beautiful brand new kitchen. I live in Hawaii. I have my dream life now, right? I have two beautiful boys. I have an amazing husband and I was pissed. I was angry. I was upset and I don't even know about what, right? Just yeah. like. that I made up in my mind and I was like wow that's why one I'm not truly happy and when I'm not quote-unquote manifesting what I want because I'm still sat in this deep belief system that well come to figure out I just did my um, another level of psyche and you do this core balance belief. And my number one thing was I deserve to be happy. And I didn't believe it. Uh, so I was running that energy of like, I don't deserve this. Even though oh I fought God. really hard to get it, I don't deserve it. And it's just interesting yeah. to watch that default energy because it completely matched what I was experiencing, like, let's say the last, what, 10 months of this year. And it's just yeah. crazy to put those things together. Well, and I think, okay, so it's like twofold. So first, I want to tell you, my body from head to toe, when you just said that belief didn't match, totally activated. And what I've been realizing about myself as of late, for anybody that's listening, I'm a human design reflector. That's probably an entirely another podcast episode that if you ever wanted to get into it. Um, But I reflect back, I mirror back people's energy. And so I often am just like super sensitive. So when you said that, it was like deep truth. Like that is a deep truth for you that there Mm -hmm. was an incongruent belief there um, and with your energy at the same time. And so, yeah, I think it's this aspect of both the personal development world, the self-help world and the spiritual community. What we love to do is conceptualize and intellectualize fucking everything. And we believe that we can conceptualize and intellectualize shifting our energy. And that's just not fucking true. It's just not fucking true. Mm -hmm. And I think like for me, and I know how you were talking about like the BS that's in it, that's in the woo industry, that's in the business industry, that's in every industry there is right. Um, The BS that exists there for me is, while it's BS, there's also a level of understanding that we're just not ready to understand that we can't even, we can't even begin to comprehend because of based on where you are energetically. Um, And so for me, when I was doing the work and things weren't 
necessarily aligning the way in which I thought that they should. And I was like a hundred percent positive that I was in alignment. Like <laughs> I would have bet my eyes on it. I would have bet my vision on the fact that I was so deeply aligned. When I look back at those moments now, I'm like, no, honey, you were, you were so far out of alignment. You had this vision and you had this desire, but who you were and how you were functioning throughout your day and the beliefs that were just running in the background, they're not even in the conscious mind. It's like the belief that's underneath the belief that you're actually thinking. Those were all incongruent. And so the, this is the truth of, this is like the, the dichotomy that exists here because manifestation requires work. Yeah. It requires energetic work that I'm going to say it, most people aren't willing to do. Most people get drawn into the manifestation world, into the woo world, thinking that they're going to all of a sudden secret their way to a million dollars this week and everything's going to change, but they're not actually doing the deep levels of work that are required. Now, on the other side of that, manifestation is actually, actually really fucking easy. Mm-hmm because we're constantly manifesting. We're doing it all day, every day. So holding these two truths simultaneously while starting to become aware of the energy you are operating out of yeah. at any given moment, at any given moment, what do you default back to? Mm-hmm. That is what you are attracting. That is what the universe is, is, oh my God, my whole body's activated. That is not only what you are attracting, but that is what the universe is simply just responding to. It's like, oh my gosh, like, okay, this girl clearly, let's just, let's just say this, feels unsupported by doing the dishes right now. She's got to do all the fucking things. She's taking care of the kids. She's got to manage the house. She's got to blah, blah, blah. And she's got this business, da, 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 da. The universe is like, okay, like, all right, girl, I'll show you that that's exactly what, I'll show you that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. And it's like such a stab in the heart and a punch in the face when you feel like you are trying. Like, I think most people genuinely are trying. And for whatever reason, the truth of how you get there has been lost in the jargon. Right. Yes. And why, like, is there a conspiracy behind that? Because, you know, I love a good conspiracy theory. Like, why has this, like, game-changing piece of information, are we missing it? Are they saying it? And we're just not receiving it because where we are consciously, we just can't connect with that? Or are people just not saying it? Yeah, like that, that it's, I'm, I'm sure, I am sure that there are times that there are teachers, there are leaders, there are people in this space, thought leaders, whatnot, that are saying it, that we're just not wrapping our heads around. I'm sure that there are times that that exists, but I, I actually kind of feel like that those are far and few bet- between. I really, um, what I'm starting, starting to see within the industry in and of itself, and this is just like my personal belief, is I'm starting to see how this industry, when by this industry, I mean the coaching industry, the healing industry, the woo, whatever you want to call it, is mirroring back basic capitalistic principles. Yeah. And in a world that preaches, in an industry that preaches, you should charge your worth, 
that your intellectual property is so valuable uh, that you don't have to give it all away. Don't over deliver. Don't blah, 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 blah. What we're actually doing is gatekeeping simplified principles because we're scared that it's we're going to run out. We're going to run out of intellectual wisdom. We're going to run out of money. We're going to run out of sales opportunities. We're going to run out of content. And so it's scarcity at the root, of course. Mm-hmm. But, but really, truly, like, honestly, it's so funny as we're sitting here talking, my brain, the way that my brain and my openness and my body exists. I'm like, oh my God, I could make a, I could create a really simplified manifestation course. Bing, bang, boom. Like, here's you do it. Here you go. Have it at it. You know, not my genius, not my genius doesn't have to be, but, um, it's that space where I look at it and it's, it's so complex because I really truly don't believe that people even are aware they're operating out of that scarcity. They're really truly Mm -hmm. believing that this is like, Oh, well, this is what my people can handle right now. This is what makes sense to put in this course. This is what they actually need to know, but they're not letting, they're not, they're not moving through the scarcity enough to let this just be out there, to let this be a thing, because it aren't, aren't we just as bad as the powers that be, them, whoever the fuck they are, that technically doesn't really want this information to be common knowledge. Yeah. Aren't we just as bad as that particular individual when we aren't sharing some of the deep wisdom that can that can forever shift your energy that can forever change you. Well, and that's yeah. another. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking because obviously I have been invested. I've read a lot. I was my, actually my mom and my husband were laughing at my audible list because I steal my mom's. And she was just like, here's like 150 books on self-help. Like how much fucking self-help do you need? And, um, so like, I feel like I've been in the thick of it. I have followed the big names. I have, you know, even from the old school guys in the seventies, right? Like all this stuff. And they're still just missing that, like one little piece that can radically change your life. And it's just watching your default energy and when you get triggered and then going back to using their techniques. Yes. Yes. It's that awareness piece. And like, I guess like to me, that's also the other aspect is like some of this, we have to recognize some of this is, well, not some, it's all ancient wisdom Yeah, that it, that has been passed down from teacher to teacher, to teacher, from leader to leader, to leader. Truth is not every single one of these teachers, not every single one of these leaders had to be nearly as self-aware as the original creator, as the original teacher, whoever that is, because they were, they were picking it all up. It was like, oh, I don't have to figure this out for my own. I don't have to, to your point at the beginning, I don't have to dive into a a season of self-definition and decide what is true for me. I don't have to, because I've had insert teacher's name here to just basically fall back on. Mm -hmm. And so the truth is, is for me, is some of these individuals, I don't think have actually done the introspective work or the self-reflection, the way in which you and I have, the way in which some of these other individuals are out here going like, I want to get my hands on everything. I'm going to be obsessed with personal development and spiritual growth and energetics. I'm going to become obsessed with it. I'm going to let it be my driving force. Not everybody had to do that. Now we're at a space where Consciousness has evolved. We have 
a wealth of information at our fingertips in any given moment. We can read anything. We can learn mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Our consciousness is holding more than ever. And we're holding it at a depth that was never that way before. And so now it's like, it feels like there's a new layer of thought leaders that are here who are actually going in deeper into this infinite wealth than anybody previously has. And so now we are the ones that are carrying this wisdom. We're carrying this awareness here. And I kind of like, I, I, I kind of liken it to this scenario of like being a little fairy godmother and you got a little wand and it's like every single person your energy touches, that little wand lights up and that person all of a sudden lights up. And forever, something's impacted them in some way, shape or form just by your energy alone. And so I think that's the space for us is, it, it's not so much that, it, there, there is that part where I do think that there's scarcity and there's not a malicious intent, but it's a fearful intent of, I can't give this information out because of blah, 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 blah. But then I also can see a whole other camp that exists that the self-awareness game has had to step itself up. The people that have been leading didn't have to, didn't have to be that aware because nobody else was aware. And yeah, now we're sitting yeah. here. Yes. Go yeah. ahead. I was just going to say, and now we're sitting here with literally thousands upon thousands of individuals whose consciousnesses are so expanded and we are so self-aware that we can point out the holes and go, this is what was missing. This is, this is the piece that was missing all along. Yeah. It, it does get to be that simple now. Yeah. Like you say, like it evolved and I, I look at these big names now and still watch their content. And maybe I'm not, maybe because I'm not invested as I used to be. Um, I feel like they're still going for the first level. Right. And I don't mean yes. level in seniority or, you know, like betterness or anything like that. Right. It's just like, it's just like Mario, you got to go through the levels, right? Like that's all we're saying here. And maybe they're going for that consciousness, but I, I'm choosing to believe that if you just tell someone, watch yourself, just take two weeks and just be radically self-honest, that they're, they can handle that. Yeah. Because the thing that kind of, um, I was talking with a mutual the other day. It's like some of these programs are hard, right? They're like, all right, meditate for an hour and like do this and do that and make sure you're like, you got your 5 a.m. morning routine. I think we talked about this in the mind chair too. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah, this is hard. Like, I'm a mom, like, I'm a business owner, I'm a wife, I want to fill my own cup, like those four things alone, you're not even talking about self development or friendships <laughs> or community or like, you know, and you're no. like, this is crazy. We like, I just don't believe that it has to be that hard. And yeah, I definitely believe and maybe like, maybe it is just those levels. Maybe it's just like, okay, you've got to that level. And the people who are are ready to hear what you have to say are going to gravitate and that switch is going to be like oh my god thank you because I really felt like it was like oh this gets to be super easy but do you believe that it has to be hard for a certain amount of time because of the patterns people are wearing or running wow 
I hear what you're saying there. So that's, that's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because no, it doesn't have to be, but if your pro, if your body is programmed for it to be hard, if you're, and this is even, um, not only through the inner work and through the journey itself of becoming an energetic match or clearing your energy or doing whatever it is. Um, but it's also in reference to as you go through the journey, like your body, as you shed certain energy and as, as certain energy leaves your body, there are some people who have really wicked symptoms physically. They have like extreme hip pain. They have, they're losing toenails. They're, they're doing all of these things. And that too is a program. And this is me coming from me who I just, I don't know if you've heard of the emotion code. Yeah. Have you heard of that before? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, of course I have. I just, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I just took a, I just took a girl's trip that was like very retreat, spiritual retreat-esque. And we did the emotion quote on each other for like three or four days straight. I came home and I lost a toenail and my eyes blew up and were inflamed and it was all this energy coming out. So I'm also saying like, I'm, I'm, I'm right in this space when it comes to it. Our programming what we have been conditioned to believe and to see, of course, is going to dictate the type of journey that you have. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you can get your body on board a whole lot sooner, it doesn't have to be that hard. And so for me, it's like the actual the actual reprogramming of the mind and reprogramming of you know the, the shithole beliefs and all the different things that was hard for a period of time for me until I decided that I didn't want it to be hard anymore Mm -hmm. until I looked around at other people. And I was like, hold the phone. These people have been doing this for less time than me. And yet here they fucking are. Like, there's got to be some wisdom here. Maybe I should just, maybe I should lean in a little bit and let myself start to decide that, no, this doesn't have to be that difficult. This does in fact get to be an easier journey. And it's that decision. Like that's the space if you can hold your decision with conviction, if you can hold your sacred yes with conviction, that changes everything. The problem is, is most of us cannot hold it far beyond a, a 90 second window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, this podcast is, you know, labor titled choices and it is choosing And when I talk to people who are starting their journey or like just becoming aware of like, um, you know, for you, you have obvious trauma, right? For me, I didn't. And I think for a lot of people, they don't either. And it's, and they can um, uh, rationalize. Well, I understand why my mom did this. She came from that and the culture and my mom and you know, my dad and da, da, da. And I understand. I'm like, yeah, but that's your conscious brain as an adult making those choices for yourself. But what you don't realize and once you understand this and watch your default energy and watch your triggers is that your subconscious, your belief systems are actually running the show. Right. And that's why you might Mm -hmm. see this like up, down, up, down, dramatic, like one month's amazing, one month can't. And what I learned in this um, course in Psyche is that you, and we've talked about this before, you can hold two beliefs. There's two realities, right? So like Mm -hmm. you have a belief system of I can and a belief system of I can't. And you've got your foot on the gas and your foot on the brake at both times. 
And so you're achieving things. Most of the people I think we come in contact are amazing. You're like, wow, you have accomplished a lot of things, but yeah. why do you feel still feel like shit? Why do you still yes. feel unhappy? Why do you feel stuck? Why do you feel these things? And it's because you haven't unpacked that belief system that base, like we say, and it's scientific, right? This isn't even woo-woo stuff. They I say know. the first seven years, I personally believe the first 14. I yeah. I watch seven to 14 year olds and I'm like, absolutely not. They're not all together. <laughs> Your brain is not oh, God, no, fully yes. developed. And I still believe that you're still a sponge. And and in saying that your whole your your whole unconscious life until you start living life consciously and taking responsibility of yourself, because I have worked through things that happened in my 20s, in my 30s, right? All my fertility journey, I didn't know how much trauma I was storing in my body from failed IVFs and miscarriages and birth, right? (laughs) Like all of those are super traumatic and your body holds it. So just imagine, you know, those things happen, but you don't know how to handle them. What was happening in the first 14 years of your life that you really didn't know what was happening? Right. And you didn't have that support system or coping mechanisms or people around you to be like, hey, don't hold on to that shit. (laughs) Exactly. And honestly, I would take it even further, like much like not, I I would say it's beyond 14. Like I understand from a, like a psych scientific perspective, they're saying that that's when your brain is most malleable and blah, 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 whatever. If you are not consciously aware, period, you of course are being conditioned and indoctrinated in every single moment. Yeah. That's just the truth of it. And so it's like, until that, that defining moment happens and you decide that you are this is what's crazy to me. It's like that you're going to close off the outside world so that you can open up your inside world and be the attractor and be the thing that is going to shift your reality until you actually decide that you're a sponge the entire time. Yes, I totally agree. And it's weird when you become conscious of that, it's hard to move through this society. Oh my God, yeah. Because you're just like, ooh, ooh, like, I mean, I'll bring it up, even the Taylor Swift and the Kelsey, you know, thing that's going on, what started popping up on my TikTok was his ads for the two-in-one COVID and uh, flu shot. Uh, And I was like, oh, that feels uh, icky, right? Like, I like them both. I think they're super cool. Like, they're having their thing. I'm super glad. I'm super like, and but I'm like, really? Like that's just really interesting timing that that shit. And if you're not conscious of it, you and right. I'm not saying anything. It could be anything. It could be McDonald's. It could be you know Skittles. Right. Right. Like right. alcohol. Like I think alcohol is a really good one. A huge one. Yes. We don't really watch much NFL in our house anymore because my husband and I notice our kids were like, it's lime time. I'm like, absolutely not. It is not time yes. for a Corona right now. <laughs> But that is the when you're obviously there's like sponges now, but when you're unconscious, that just gets into your head. And I can, yes, yeah. Well, and see, it's like so different now, too, because you, as a conscious parent, your kids are going to come home, they're going to be a sponge, they're going to pick up a variety of different things, and then you get to instill in them, no, 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 wait a minute, let's really talk about some, some deeper, broader truths here. Let's talk about what you are seeing, why you're seeing. You get to paint an entirely different picture for their existence than what you were handed. Yeah. And so like, I think that's, that's the space is for me, it's like, 
the speaking on society, of course, I look around and I'm like, oh my God, what is the agenda behind every single thing that's existing? Because of course there's an agenda, right? And again, like whether or not you want okay. to get vaccinated. All right, okay, let's bro, stop there. Ahead. Is there an agenda or did it just happen? Like slowly the onion layers just got piled on, right? Like, so let's go back to Rockefellers, right? Do you really think they thought like 100, 200 years ahead and been like, ha, 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 we're going to have like half the world super sick, relying on medication, addicted to Oxycontin, you know, like whatever it is. Or yes. do you think that someone just saw an opportunity? An opportunity. Like, hmm, I'm going to switch this on. And it became easy because that's what I heard during, and we're not, we're definitely not going into COVID, but that's what I heard during COVID from people. They just, their lives were too much in the first place. And so whatever the easy exit was, they were going to take. And yeah. so do you think that maybe there's an agenda now because maybe those people are more conscious than before or do you think it just was this snowball effect I, so it's like you know I'm, I'm you know I'm a complex little bit so <laughs> I am sitting here going okay so I think I think this has more to do with morality yeah this has more to do with integrity because the Rockefellers I forget what the guy's name that made Oxycontin I just watched the damn documentary. It was so freaking good. But um, whatever it is, like these individuals, they bent their morality to fit the narrative they wanted. Yeah. They bent the what was good for the collective. They just decided to paint it in a reality. And this is what this is to me, this is like manifestation 101. Does this not prove to you that you can manifest anything, good, bad, or right? Right doesn't matter. People yeah. that are have shitty ass Trump. intentions all i have to say is look at trump i think he's the perfect example of exactly creating your own Ex reality <laughs> exactly exactly and like literally he's created a reality so fucking strong that enough people can get behind it and go oh yeah i believe in that reality too mm -hmm. like the, that is where i say it's like there is so much power that we individually have but if we are careful as a collective what's going to what's going to happen we're already looking at what happened right we're looking at the fact that big pharma is basically in charge of fucking everything mm -hmm. in charge of everything like I'll, i might get put on a hit list just for saying this you know what i mean like that's the space that exists although it's not like they have any idea who kim arnison is but <laughs> like <laughs> that that's what i mean though is like truthfully these individuals they're creating their own reality and they're not looking at the implication implications as a collective. They're looking at how is this good for me? Mm -hmm. How is this going to benefit me? And I think that is the piece in consciousness that has to shift. We have to start looking at the collective as a whole. We have to start looking at it and not like, and, and this is me personally who would say, and this is, I am not putting myself on a moral superiority complex. I'm not doing anything. I am just saying that if it meant that the greater good was going to benefit from me, I don't know, having to pay more in taxes. It was going to benefit from me no longer being able to go out to a bougie restaurant a couple times a week. Like if that was the thing, I would instantly say, oh my God, well, of course, if that's going to benefit the whole, I will 
do X, Y, or Z. We don't have enough people in this world that are anchored in that. Yeah, I totally agree with that because I get these like thought processes of like, because I truly believe it's eventually gonna have to happen to save the planet, right? Yes. And I think, wow, it's going to be such a weird time to not have everything at my fingertips. And we are going to end that episode right there. And unfortunately, there is no second half to this podcast. Kim and I had an amazing discussion, um, but come to find out the quote we were having the conversation about was misquoted um, by the person and the actual language. <laughs> so... Um, I don't really feel like the discussion we had um, was well-rounded, but next week, uh, Abigail and hopefully Kim will come back. Um, we are going to move the conversation forward in some of the hot topics that did get brought up in the conversation that I'm not airing. Um, so hopefully it will be just as good, probably even better because we will have um, the right quote. So until then, have a beautiful week. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.